1: Welcome, welcome, everybody. Greg Brasso, uh, host of your Veterans Voice Radio here, WATD WMEX, and just having a great time uh, waiting for the deluge of snow that's coming tomorrow. Uh, we go from sixty to to twenty. I don't, I don't know, uh, uh, Jenny. You getting a lot of calls of people wanting to jump off the roof? Uh, <laughs> That, uh, no, that,
2: all my classes are getting canceled because of the snow every week. Uh,
1: we need to have you, uh, we need to have you. Talk. There, well, there right. we go, Jen. So, Jenny Babcock uh, from uh, the Mass Coalition, uh, thanks for coming in tonight, Jen, and and helping us out with our iPods for uh, Veterans uh, event that we have uh, coming up in a couple of weeks.
2: Happy to do so.
1: We appreciate your help. and. Uh, in from the, the 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 Netherlands of Medford, uh, you, you know, you had to stop three times for gas. Uh, it was a seventeen-hour journey. Uh, uh good friend jake mccaffrey jake thanks for coming in tonight buddy
3: yeah absolutely I, like i was telling you earlier i left at three thirty and was like i'm gonna get here in an hour and a half and it yeah. ended up taking an hour and 45 minutes so <sighs> hey coming out here is is definitely worth it to connect with you connect with you know people in the veteran community and, and get more resources out so thank you for having me
1: well and and you know i saw you working tonight and uh, uh, jake it's it's like a 24 7 isn't it
3: oh it's all the time um and it's funny. Uh, a few years ago, I, I probably couldn't handle this much stuff, but it's it's just go 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 because the need so so much right now. Which- and let
1: me reintroduce to everybody, uh, good friend Jake McCaffrey, uh, 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 in from the uh, Red Sox uh, home base program. Uh, uh, great group, and uh, for those uh, uh, listeners that uh, had had a problem and didn't went around for the last couple of times. Uh, what's the home base all about how did it get started yeah so um
3: great question uh so the home base program essentially elevator pitch is that it is free mental health for veterans and families so in 2007 um a team of doctors from mgh uh ended up going down to walter reed saw that the physical wounds were getting taken care of but not the invisible wounds of war um so they came back uh you know, representatives from the uh, MGH and the Red Sox Foundation ended up coming together and developing the home-based program. So yeah. in 2009, we came out as a uh, PTSD uh, outpatient clinic specifically for post-9-11 vets, and that turned into um, a PTSD clinic for uh just combat vets in general, regardless of service era, and now it's you know we offer services to deployed, non-deployed, reservists, National Guard, combat, active duty,
1: non-combat.
3: all over the kind of the the whole spectrum of sure. veteran. You're going to see uh, we we have a place for them.
1: You know because we've we've had some stories, unfortunately, of a couple of uh, folks in particular that were on aircraft carriers and and the cables uh, that that stopped the planes. Uh, oftentimes break yeah Uh, and and you better think quick and duck fast and oftentimes you don't even have a a, a chance to
3: yeah i mean i think um with the military it's kind of like a a nice slice of the absurdity of life uh you know you see the good and the bad um i'm a marine corvette by the way if i didn't identify that i was in from 2011 and 2015 and uh it's weird. You you could see the, the greatest moments. Like, you see guys coming back from deployment, and they're meeting their kids for the first time. And then on the other end, you know, you have guys that are, are passing away in training accidents, and you have the soldiers and sailors next to them trying to f- figure out how to pick up the pieces. So we—I un- mean, just as an organization, we understand that they're so—you know, each vet is different. Their needs are diverse, and and we want to meet people where uh, where they're at. So, yeah, elevator pitch, free mental health services for veterans and families.
1: And, and the veteran— is in harm's way from the time they set, sign up till the time they get out
3: yeah it's um it's kind of constant
1: is training is dangerous
3: yeah it's I mean once you I mean I, I went in at 18 and I don't think I understood kind of what I was stepping into from day one it's you're expected to stay at a certain standard in you know with with explosions and, or in, and guns and, and all this stuff accidents are bound to happen so uh, i think actually in the last 10 years uh military accidents with like humvees and stuff have really kind of arisen so i it's it's either you know war or at home and, and these training accidents happen so e-
1: even not directly related to war or even being in the theater we're, we're now finding out about burn pits yeah, it's uh, it, it, we're just dead. when you think we don't have enough guns and bullets, now we got inv- invisible y- smoke coming out.
3: Yeah, us. it's uh, you know the the comparisons with Vietnam and Afghanistan, it just keeps popping up. You sure know uh, yeah. how we left Afghanistan and how we left Vietnam, and yeah. and Agent Orange versus kind of burn pit exposures and all these different things. Um, you know, it's it's a very odd dynamic that we we had basically a Vietnam in the in the twentieth century, but. Now, uh, thankfully, we're able to help these guys that are coming back. I mean, the best best way to spread word is just tell your friends about it, if you know any veterans that have been through it. Um, you know, uh, we're held in pretty high regard in the veteran community, thankfully. So... Um yeah, please, please reach out if you if you need help because uh, we're here for it.
1: And and how would they reach out? We're going to ask you a couple of times. Yeah, but, no. But what's the best way to, to to reach out and get to first base?
3: With yeah, home base. Yeah, so um, you can go to homebase.org. dot Sorry, um, that's our website <laughs> and literally has everything that we offer service wise. Um, that's probably the best way to connect with us. If you go on the website, there's also the number that is Connect to Care, so you can just. Uh, click Connect to Care and then do a refer and from there. So okay. basically, what's going on with you, and then you'll have somebody from my team, another veteran, will reach out to you within the next twenty four to forty eight hours and start that process of getting you connected with services. But do you have an emergency
1: an, an emergency conversation availability as well? Um, I mean, somebody might not be able to wait twenty four or forty eight hours.
3: Yeah, so um, we're not we're not an emergency clinic like that, but we are so well connected within kind of the veteran mental health space, a lot of local officials that um, thankfully are kind of our arms or our branches or whatever you want to call them is connected in a lot of different places. We constantly have vets that come to us, maybe, you know, some some emergency situations or some people coming with monetary monetary issues or law issues or housing issues or, or just food issues. Sure. And we're able to get them connected to whatever kind of services that uh, sure. they really need, yeah.
1: Well, maybe you and Jen can hook up... Uh just to make sure that uh, you know, if in in your travels, if you need somebody to reach out, uh, Jenny and her crew uh, have been around for quite a while and might, you know, just be that added touch that you might need to have somebody really uh, help you out.
3: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the the greatest thing about this community, and, and we were talking about it a little bit earlier before we got on, is. Um, We all kind of just want to help each other. We want to do, I mean, same thing with the the suicide prevention stuff. It's all about having warm handoffs. Like, if we can't help them, it's getting them to the person um, that can and and being able to build up these connections in every single thing I do, whether it's, like, outreach events or even coming to do a casual interview with Greg Brasso with Veterans Voice Radio. And
1: even if they didn't, even if they knew they needed some help, they weren't sure how to go, where to go, how to get there. Yeah. You know, go through all. Oh, I gotta go. I don't want to go to the VA. It's paperwork. I hate the government. I hate whatever. But the, and they don't realize the difference that home base makes, as far as being that that oasis. Yeah, it allows
3: people. Um, you know, people in the in the mental health community them just discussing, you know, people with diagnosis, just discussing a lot of suicidal ideations, these things that they hold really in because they're guilty or shameful of these feelings. And, and we're a place that allows people to kind of have those feelings and try to like reframe that, sure. um, you know, recognize that those feelings are real and that they're valid and they come from a from a place. But, um, you know, we always have the power to move a step forward. You know be better than we were yesterday and that's that's kind of what really home base means to me it's giving people the opportunity to uh, be better than they're yesterday yeah
1: yeah well i mean the amount of 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 work and the amount of from having a a a kind of a part-time counseling program to having a two-week intensive care program we're going to talk about that right after the break larry why don't we take our first break Right on time, and we'll be back after these messages. And uh, we want to talk about uh, that uh, the the ICP uh, when we come back. Absolutely. Thanks, everybody. Uh, take care, uh, uh, and we'll be back after these messages. Welcome back, everybody. Greg Brasso, your host of Veterans Voice Radio, here as we're talking to Jake McCaffrey, who's down uh, from Medford. Uh, Uh, from his uh, work with the Red Sox home base program that uh, has been uh, just growing by leaps and bounds and doing some incredible work. But, uh, you know, one of the programs that's really grown, and you mentioned that you had a kind of like a, we'll we'll call it a basic course of counseling. (laughs) When you first started, that it was you come in for a week at a, uh, a day at a time or whatever, but you've got a a, a two-week really, extreme program uh, that really I'd, I'd love to have you talk about a little bit
3: yeah absolutely so um we still offer those outpatient services which i'll talk about a little bit um later because i think that's you know outpatients are it, it's kind of cut up into threes it's outreach outpatient services and then the intensive clinical program so the intensive clinical program it's a uh two-week program designed uh people people describe it as a jumpstart program honestly um You know, so people with diagnosis of uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, traumatic brain injuries, um, military sexual trauma, uh, they can come to home base and they get about a year to a year and a half worth of therapy within those two weeks. Wow. So they're getting – yeah, yeah. It's it's honestly like the changes that you see with people from, you know, uh, day zero or when they arrive for the weekend to – graduation day it's for many many participants is, it's is this group or individual it's it's group and individual Both. so essentially yeah they're doing programming from like seven in the morning every day to about six o'clock at night and that's not even um talking about like our night and weekend activities as well
1: so it's over the weekend as well
3: yeah so uh,
1: essentially um
3: all the veterans that are, are there so they're put into cohorts so there's two cohorts um anywhere from six to 12 vets in one cohort So there's two of those that come in for these two weeks. So each vet is going to be around all sorts of different, you know, uh, different branches and service errors and service periods and all these different things.
1: Okay, All together.
3: Yeah, but, you know, one of the biggest things about being a veteran is, like, it doesn't really matter about the time that's passed. Like, there is similarities. I was talking to a Korea War vet about his experiences and kind of the things that he dealt with in boot camp. and. You know 1950 and it's the same stuff that i was dealing with in, in 20 uh 2011 wow yeah wow. so um wow. essentially so yeah uh basically half the day is broken up into individual therapy and the other half's group therapy so uh individual therapy that's you know individual therapy and then they're also meeting with like case managers medication providers uh they're doing consults with fitness they're doing go con- through the
1: whole top to head to toe
3: dietitians uh va reps uh, wounded Warrior Project reps, we get them in front of a lot of different people because, again, each vet is different. Each veteran's needs are different. You, so,
1: you mentioned the Wounded Warriors. Have you got an affiliation with them?
3: Yeah, so they're they're um, our biggest donor, yes, um, by far. They are our biggest donor. They really, really believe in the Home Base program. They've been supporting us for quite a while now, and um, their steady kind of support and encouragement has allowed Home Base to really. Really explode.
1: Uh, Are they still providing their own services as well?
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, they do provide, you know, we'll get legit, like, Wounded Warrior Project referrals. They'll be like, hey, we were in Wounded Warrior Project, um, uh, programming, and, you know, we heard about home base and we wanted to come over.
1: Like the next step up?
3: Yeah, 100%. So, but on the other end, we have a we have a Wounded Warrior Project, like outreach coordinator that comes on for once during those two weeks, and he essentially, like veterans that have never been connected with the Wounded Warrior Project, he can connect them.
1: So, uh, it's they've, really They've made a big change over the last few years. They may have making a big comeback yeah um they, they they were great and then they had a, a few bad years but now uh, we're, we're hearing tremendous uh, uh, things about them
3: yeah I mean I think um you know I think everybody can kind of uh kind of relate to having a, a tough few years especially yeah. over the last couple of years but thankfully the wounded warrior project is has been consistent and, yeah. and, and safe for
1: us and the old originator has come back as I, I believe to to lead the wounded warriors uh, they had. Some first management, then they had some second place management yeah. that, that that maybe wasn't as strong. But now the first team is back in, and it, you know, they they they've had the foresight to join up with you guys. So that tells me something about them.
3: Yeah, I mean, honestly, the the one thing about uh, the veteran community is I don't really like telling vets about. I'm not going to feed somebody something that I don't truly believe in, yeah. especially another veteran, and. Home Base Program is a is a program that I truly, truly believe in, and I think that's really kind of, uh, you know, the Wounded Warrior Project. They've stuck by us. We really appreciate all their support and help, and, you know, they've been a very strong partner for us. So and you're I, I would right. bet
1: they offer some other programs that you don't offer that, hey, that might fit in, or Wilderness or whatever. They run a lot of, uh, seems like they run a lot of physical, hands-on type uh uh, program.
3: Yeah, they do a lot of um, like community programming. They have they have their own kind of clinical programming, and they do their own thing. But a lot of it is connecting vets to other vets. So it's setting up like wilderness excursions, doing bike tours, setting them like going to a, a Bruins game or a um, Celtics game, and just getting kind of veterans together because that's really important. I, I, even for me, uh, I was I was very hesitant to be part of the veteran community again, and kind of being part of the veteran community really gave me something back that I was missing. You know what I mean? Well,
1: I I think Wolfie and I see that on on our food drives once a month. We got another one coming up in a couple of weeks uh, that the veterans that come up to volunteer, they may get more out of being there than some of the vets driving up to get a car full really of food. Do. Wouldn't you say that, yeah, Wolvine? It's
0: absolutely true. You get to, to do something a little physical. You get to move a, a few things and then you get to help a few people. And it's a really good feeling. A friend of ours, Ed Fox, says Feel, doing good feels better. So the vets are so happy. And then they, we tease the hell out of each other. You get a lot of friends. You know, You get to be a family. And everyone's just smiling and laughing. It's freezing cold or it's
1: burning hot. They're lumping 50 pound boxes. Everyone's laughing. Same, the same, <laughs> They're laughing. The, the same boys and girls. Come back every yeah. every week. The yeah. ladies from the from the Gold Star they terrorize oh, everybody. Yeah. T- t- no. Oh, they oh, the daughters. we're afraid
0: of the daughters.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: Whatever you want, honey, we're doing it. <laughs> no, put the t- boxes <laughs> over there. Everyone stops. They run the boxes right over there. Uh,
3: to that point, though, you you talk about veterans loving coming out and just helping other veterans yeah. like that's a big thing that we also preach too it's that finding that continuing service you don't have to you know be in the military or even be a big part of your community but how are you serving yourself and and by kind of uh default how are you how are you serving others and stuff like that getting veterans together because it's a lot easier for me to be there for a veteran than necessarily myself sometimes
1: well and and i spend a lot of time alone i live by myself yeah me and my three dogs But I look forward to those events because they're social events for me, and they fill a lot of the social void of living by yourself in the middle of the pandemic and the wintertime, and Jen's shaking her head. (laughs) Isolation.
2: Yeah, isolation, huge.
1: Yeah, yeah, you know, and the the more I stay in, the easier it is to stay in. Uh, You you know, the tougher it is to go out and venture out into that that world. But, uh, you know, the food drives and the other events that we have, I, I get as much as I give out by far.
3: Yeah, it's honestly, I've found in my journey, it's about making it as like easily approachable, especially over the last few years. You're right. It's hard to just like go out and try to be the people that we used to be or even try to be that social because, it, it, you know, we've had so much time alone in isolation. Um, but it's kind of like it's like riding a bike. You know, you got to get back out there and, and get back on the saddle and, and do it if you if, you if know you want it. And again, it's it's really easy for people to kind of dig their claws into avoidance and isolation and, and just being there because nobody's checking on them. Sure. Yeah. So, I mean, building up networks with everything, like Veterans Voice, Suicide Prevention Coalition. Um, there's an organization out in Indiana that we're talking, like we have a representative that I talked with on a, on a um, kind of consistent basis. So it's it's just spreading that web. It's not even home-based stuff. It's just veterans So stuff. Have,
1: have some of the other, or have any of the other baseball teams picked up on what the Red Sox are laying down, uh, it, it seems to me that I talk to people from so many different parts of the country. Unfortunately, they haven't heard of you.
3: Yeah, it's uh, it is unfortunate. We have good pockets. Uh, we have a really good represent um, relationship with a lot of the special operation communities. So, you know, Virginia Beach, Coronado. Um, I'm I'm drawing a blank on the Army bases, yeah. but. Uh, yeah, so a lot of those guys, you know, they go back to their communities and they tell. But a lot of the outreach, unfortunately, is word of mouth. Um,
1: I, I, I would have thought that the, that Major League Baseball would have beat a path to your door.
3: Yeah, I you know, hopefully, hopefully not. I don't. That's a great question, but hopefully, kind of uh, in the future, other organizations can uh, kind of pick up what we're throwing down. I mean, <laughs> UCLA, you know, the college at, like UCLA, they yeah. have a similar program to us. Um, that they, you know, through their medical center that they run and it's strictly for veterans they're part of the Warrior Care Network which there's us, uh, UCLA there's one in Chicago and there's one in Georgia Oh there
1: is one in Chicago? Yes, yes Oh interesting because I have some pretty close ties out at Loyola Loyola uh, uh, University in Chicago so if, if I could make an introduction they're uh, real, real into the whole veterans market and now we're commiserating because of the um, veterans problem with Parkinson's uh, yep. disease and my friend in Chicago at Loyola he has Parkinson's disease and made me aware of the terrible problem within the veterans community yeah that 11% of all Parkinson's sufferers are veterans 11% I, I did not know that it should a veteran.
3: be 1% Yeah, it, it should be 0% you know what I mean you know one is too many 11% and
1: and and directly related to burn pits and agent orange yeah and it, and
3: it's, it's tough. amazing i mean i i was exposed to burn pits when i was in afghanistan i was telling <laughs> you a little bit earlier and yeah. it, it's you know I'm saying this in, in a way where it's obviously, like, it could be a lot worse, but I'm thankful that I just have kind of gut issues. I just have, like, um, gastrointestinal hey, issues.
1: Hey, and, and it's okay to have five ears growing out of your head. Yeah, I mean, 100%. It's, it's okay, Jake. It makes you it's, an individual. Uh, it's okay. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> it's, it's better to stick out than stick in. That's what I always say.
0: <laughs> Six fingers is better to catch a baseball. <laughs> right.
1: Exactly, exactly. Going back to the be right there. <laughs> you know, so, uh, you know, we'll... Uh, We'll 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 make room for you. There's plenty of room in our bus. Not to worry. Hey, love it. Thank y- you for y- that. Y- you know, and and we'll uh we'll we'll learn to celebrate your differences, not to run from them. You know? hey, there we go. Love it. That's what it's all about. Y- y- you know. <laughs> uh, so at this point, uh, Larry, why don't we take our second break, and we're gonna come back after these messages. There's a a veteran uh, in trouble in Marshfield. We're gonna talk to, uh, that story a little bit when we come back. So, take it away there, Larry, and, uh, we'll be back after these messages. <laughs> Welcome, everybody. Uh, it's, uh, Window Nation here, uh, We're decorating to go on that Roco thing. What's that? We gotta I, look good. I, I don't know if we're decorating fools, but we're fools indeed, but, uh... <laughs> We had a we had a story this week that uh, 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 a young veteran uh, and his pregnant wife are in danger of losing their home because of a leaky oil tank in their Wareham were- home. WATD's Dan McCready explains. Marshfield Veterans Service Officer Karen
2: Paulette and Assistant Veterans Service Officer Lisa Potts joined local veteran Brian Proctor and his wife Emmeline to speak with WATD's Christine James about how a leaking oil tank not covered by insurance may cost them their home.
4: Uh, my, my wife and I were inside with our uh, 10-month-old daughter, and my wife was telling me, uh, you know, because she's pregnant she's got a very good nose, that the house smells <laughs> like a, uh, like a gas station. Uh, And this was during a snowstorm on January 7th. So, you know, I went outside in the snow and looked around and opened up the basement doors and found that my basement was in a giant pool of red oil.
2: Brian and his wife have homeowner's insurance.
4: Yeah, so we contacted our homeowner's insurance and uh, we went through the whole process and found out that we weren't covered by anything, a first party or third party or anything like that, the clause that they really referred to was called a total pollution exclusion, mm-hmm. and that just means that anything other than potable water, they're not going to cover you for it.
2: As for the estimated cost for the cleanup, it's very expensive.
4: We're uh, estimated 175000 to by the contractor to have it remediated. Another 10000 by the licensed site professional who we have to hire for proper cleanup, and then we were quoted an estimated 20000 for a structural engineer because it's in the basement.
2: The entire interview with Brian and Emmeline Proctor and a link to their GoFundMe page can be found on our website,
1: 959WATD.com. Dan McCready, WATD News. Wow, that was a uh, pretty uh, disturbing story there of a leaky oil tank causing so much damage. Uh, Wolfie, didn't your sister have a leaky yeah. oil tank?
0: All it did, She only lived with me for two years until they fixed it. It was no problem. Two that years. That was from a
1: flooded oil tank? Yeah, re- it
0: flooded, and it tipped over the oil tank, and there was not that much oil spilled, and the whole state, everybody went crazy. And if Kim wasn't, you know, a town favorite... Because the contractors screw this up and screw that, and they know Kim wasn't doing it. So they're coming, the EPA's coming, the fire department's coming, sure. and they see it's Kim, who's so nice, so they know she's not horsing around. So they had blasted the hell out of all the contractors, and they made them do stuff, and it takes two years, almost two years she lived with me. And that's having insurance and, you know, being okay. Without a problem. And knowing like
1: some people in town that helped slide the, yes. grease the wheels a little bit, yes. for you. Yeah, yeah. In spite of you. Yeah, they said they didn't want <laughs> no, her I to know. have to
0: live with me. <laughs> so <that helps laughs> so, not so they used to say, for the sake of my sister, please fix that right away so she doesn't have to live with her brother any longer. So everybody jumped in to help. But no, it's very sad stuff. It's um, one hand doesn't know what the, the, you know, the state says this and the federal thing says that and the oil thing says this and the insurance company. That money goes in. Money doesn't go yeah. off very well. Yeah. so
1: It's a so, big process, though.
0: It's a huge process. So just as a heads up, and I tell everyone this from Red Cross, if they own their house and, and if the people are listening, you need to get a college notebook, a four-inch binder. And you need to write down every single solitary person that you talk to in a calendar. If they say the building inspector says call back in two weeks, you write down the number, call back in two weeks. And there's one page for insurance, one page for the building, one page for the oil, one page for the medicine, one page for the for the insurance company, and it just goes on and on and on. My sister ended up, so I handed her the book. She hits me. Kim hits me all the time. She, I, I, I was, she's right. I, I, she well, you'd lose it anyway. Yeah. You'd lose. Four, you might as well get
1: beat with it.
0: Four notebooks full. Four <laughs> notebooks full. Wow. And and if you don't have that name and number, you say, oh, I'll remember that. And three minutes later, you know, let alone two weeks later. Yeah, you're talking. So who's so the many. insurance guy? Who was the who told me to call? Who said this? So that's just a heads up. For you. you have that kind of a situation. You got to write down everything in a notebook because we do the Red Cross fires all the time. We just did the Weymouth one. And if you don't start documenting, you don't have to be perfect. But, boy, oh, boy, you take every piece of paper, every name, every number, and that's a little help in a, an unpleasant situation. And if you ask
1: for a person, you might get that same person that might remember you. M- might. So if they give
0: you a case number, write down the case yeah. number. You know, Jenny has that with all the... The time that yeah. you
2: called, everything. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
0: even a better one. Yeah, absolutely, because you say, on this date at that time, you told me to call. Otherwise, they
1: say, who the hell are you? And, and Jake, if I could spin this over now to the... Uh, to the to the home base program, um, would 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 someone uh, a, a vet work with the same counselor over a period of time, or would they have a different team of counselors? Uh, what would the procedure be?
3: Yeah, so uh, it completely depends on on kind of the route of uh, care they're going for. So the ICP, they're set up with um, an individual social worker, and they're set up with a counselor pretty much the entire time like an individual clinician the entire time and then they do group um group work and group therapy with everybody else in their cohort so when they're there they're put with um one team and they stick with that team the entire time
1: and when they're done do you just boot them in the ass and say get out or do you uh keep no. that relationship going
3: No I mean we're like I was talking about earlier we're kind of meeting vets where they're at and kind of all this stuff that they need so um, we're we're encouraging all of our past i c p patients to stay connected with us if they have anything like we're always once you leave home base that doesn't mean that we're just like wiping our hands from you that's hey man, if you need assistance like call back we're gonna reach out to you within like a day or two yeah um which is obviously a little bit difficult but um you know the the crisis like the veterans crisis line the national suicide prevention hotline like all of these different tools yeah. are are fantastic and thankfully they'll they'll be able to get you um a little you know potentially maybe faster to you and get you uh, a little bit more support uh as you know as opposed to us but we're still we're still doing our best and getting people into care
1: how's your how's your situation going with the pandemic and the and the virtual this and virtual that are you still finding the the vets are making contact with
4: you
3: yeah absolutely it's actually uh you know we deal with a lot of kind of older vets so we would we were kind of assuming that there was going to be a bigger pushback on the technology kind of side but um you know thankfully a lot of people have been patient with the process and 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 are working with it especially with like in the past you know telehealth or or these tele uh visits were kind of one in a in a while but now we're reaching vets across from the middle to the end, uh, the western part of the state, and all kind of around and nice. connect. Yeah, and and you know, um, the fact that they can just get you know home based care from the comfort of their own uh, living room, you yeah. know, bedroom or whatever. But to your point in um, in uh, <clears throat> opening up to uh, participants in person stuff, so Warrior Health and Fitness, one of our wellness um, programs, that's in person. So essentially. Uh, It's a six to eight week course, and you get you know Mm -hmm. fitness, nutrition, kind of just all these different things to help you get back. You know, some
1: all in Boston or Constitution. Yeah, so that
3: that's at uh, one Constitution, um, one Constitution in the Charlestown Navy Yard. Yeah, and uh, they run workouts Monday, Tuesday, Thursday, and Friday each week. So if you're local, you can come come through. You know, uh, start that process and be there. Um, I. You know, I don't want to say in, like, absolutes, but it's looking like potentially later spring, early summer. We could definitely do a lot more in-person stuff. Like, we're doing – we have this uh, virtual peer support meeting. It's called Slide in the Home Base. I actually run it. Um, and we have a Tuesday one, and that's for veterans, family members, and support persons. So pretty much you would be welcome there if you uh, wanted to come in. And, and we've had people come in the past and just be like, hey, my son's a, a Marine. Yep. How do I communicate with him? Like, how do yeah. I –
0: we, just as a, a true testimony, it's, we can't use names or situations or anything, but a close friend of the show's and a close friend of Greg's um, had a big company, and he had the HR person call us up and say that he had a vet that was out of town that was having a terrible problem. I said, what would you like us to hook him up with? He said, home base. We gave the number to home base. They called him up and saved him.
1: Done. Boom. Done. You know, He's already back to work and doing well.
3: And that's the thing. It's it's really, we were talking about it earlier, just kind of a warm handoff. Yeah. Literally getting people and being like, okay, what's what's going on with you, dude? How can we help you? Yeah. Figuring out how we do that and, and doing it. Whether it's in person or virtual, um, kind of like Wolfie just said, uh, the fact that we can just get to vets and get them connected because we just have such a good network of resources, getting them connected with law offices, like veteran advocates for, for stuff like that or housing or with VSOs or... Or anything. We all have personal connections yeah. as well, so it's it's kind of what you were talking about with like kind of greasing the wheels with Woodsy, uh, Wolfie. Even though it was uh, about two years for that process to happen, we're able to get people.
0: That was two seconds. Two years. That was two seconds.
1: Oh, that you grabbed the guy. Oh
3: yeah, no, I was. Um, I actually don't know the point that I was.
1: Yeah, saying. yeah. no, but what, what what Wolfie was saying that two seconds after home base got the got the got the problem, they reached out and called that person. Yeah, yeah, they got him help. And he's already back yeah. to work. and
0: that was a person like Jake. We were just talking to Jake. They, home base is very smart. The people that we've met there are inherently the right person. They're good-hearted people. They're nice people. And and you, you can relate to them. You just feel better. When Jake walks in the room, we feel better for crying out yeah. loud. He yeah. just has that way about him. And, and we've met a number of home-based people like that, so who's ever smart enough to hire our Hugh Palookas is doing a hell of a job.
3: Yeah, I uh, I am incredibly, incredibly blessed to be at at home base. It's It's really the gold standard of all kind of – healthcare for veterans seemingly yeah and and my my co-workers and and the people that i work with the the vets that come in they can feel that like it's it's something that i will go up to go up to bat for home base for the rest of my life because they i mean as an employee just being there you were talking about it earlier i'm healing just by being there yeah you know being able to reflect off of these veterans that come in and just taking 20 minutes to you know if they're kind of like freaking out or they just need somebody to talk to they don't feel like they're listening like
1: and, and, and I got to be honest. When when the home base program first came about, they didn't play well with others. Yeah, they 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 they, they were home base. Yeah, you, you, you know, and 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 whatever you couldn't refer to people. They were doing whatever. The last two or three or four years, what a what a turnaround in a friendly organization can't be found anywhere. Uh, and and you're branching into so many different programs and. Types of therapies and types of, you know, activities that are therapeutic. Without being therapeutic, if that's possible.
3: Yeah, we have, I mean, the, the great thing is we have so many clinical offerings and non-clinical offerings. We didn't really talk about it a lot, but the Warrior Health and Fitness, the slide in home base, which is very You have uh, vir- a farm up in New Hampshire? Yeah, so uh, when they're actually, when they're in the ICP for those two weeks, during the weekend that they're here, they go do horse, they go do equine therapy. Really? So, yeah, we we work with the Harvard uh, Polo team. We work with Ironstone Farms, and we work with Touchstone up in New Hampshire, and okay. they host uh, our cohorts of veterans and we get a lot of vets that are like, I don't want to go deal with horses, bro. What are you yeah. talking about? I, this is a Saturday. I'm in Boston. I want to do this. I'm like, guys, listen. You're going to get a lot out of it. Yeah. And uh, it's it's kind of amazing. Like, that's that's the bread and butter. That's the peanut butter and jelly of my job. When I get to go do one of those weekends, yeah. that's that's the most one-on-one time that we'll be able to have with the vets during those two weeks. And that's you see so much growth. And, uh, and even just like a, a three-hour period when they're there. It's amazing.
1: Um, we, we've been kind of distant from those programs directly, but all we hear is the great success that horses have in calming the soul. Uh, Our dear friend Nancy Ross that had had some problems when she came back from uh, a a tough tour, and uh, uh, she said when she found, after 15 years of drugging and drinking after the service, she found a horse and fell in love. Yeah, it's it's one of those things where um and then she met me, the horse's ass. <laughs> and now she's got now yeah, she's got double the whole family we'll we'll like hey, yeah. she
3: she met the front of the horse and the back of the horse and she's still here. <laughs> yeah. No, it's it's one of those things that I've I've noticed with horses, right just in. my own personal experience. You really have to check your energy at the door. You have to really respect kind of the energy that's coming off of that horse because if they pick up that you're you know, you're walking taller in your britches than you should be, they're gonna check you. Yeah. So really a lot of veterans and a lot of you know people in recovery people that have been dealing with a lot of trauma um you know they're used to people not maybe necessarily respecting their space so it's kind of flipping that dynamic on its forehead and they're like literally like it's, it's very scientific and i'm not that uh, i'm i'm more along the uh, the horse's ass with you yeah. uh greg um <laughs> but no there's scientific studies that when you're around horse the the kinetic energy that they give off yeah. um you kind of like your your energy kind of aligns with it, so it's it's amazing.
1: Yeah. I love it so much. Yeah. The animal animals have a lot of uh, therapeutic values overall. Whether it's a horse or a bunny rabbit or my three stray dogs, my 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 you know my rescue dogs. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I I think if you have. Some sort of outlet like that. It's 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 a good it's a good thing.
3: Yeah, and and to kind of circle back to you know the ICP and and, and home base. That's just one tool, yeah. right? Like that's something yeah. that for some people might be really great, but for me, right? Like in my journey, I've learned how to like I've learned how to play guitar because that's my way of being able to express myself. How,
1: how about Wolfie taking a, a boat ride uh, in the middle of February in a blazing snowstorm? Yeah. You got to be a particular brainy uh, maybe lack of i don't know but particular uh, you know i mean I'm, 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 say? i i'm
3: i got to give wolfie credit He's got to show that beautiful mane to the the people oh, yeah. of Massachusetts. He's yeah. got to yeah. he's got to be up there. I mean, honestly, if I could have Float a head of area. hair yeah, like when that, he at, that at his and
1: it freezes. <laughs> he looks yeah. like Medusa. Uh, us uh, the, the, <laughs> it's Medusa <laughs> and Beetlejuice. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's a good look. It's a good look. <laughs> well, it's a look. <laughs> it's a look. All right. <laughs> it's a look. It's like
0: it's like that story Sue when I came back from school in the in the. Uh, Late 60s, I had long... I actually played college football with my hair sticking out the helmet, but no one said a word because that was in 62. By the time I came back to skate... I fought the Zamboni operator. I fought the ref. I fought the timekeeper. I fought my team. I thought they was like being named Sue. I go, dude, <laughs> I'm the same jerk I was with Hair. They said that's why we're fighting you. That's why we're fighting
3: you. <laughs> it's because you look so much better than us now. Yeah. we got we got to yeah. we got to put
1: you down a little bit. Yeah, it was Fabio before Fabio was Fabio. Hey, we love it. Yeah, you know. But at this point, lad, why don't we take our final break and we'll come back uh, for the final uh, inning of uh, tonight's. Uh, Uh, Red Sox home base uh, extravaganza. Take it away, lad. We'll be right back. Welcome back. Welcome back, everybody. Here we are in the, coming into the ninth inning of tonight's show with the Red Sox home base program, and uh, before we get uh, back to Jake to to say our goodbyes, we're going to Couple of events that we got coming four. up. Four, four events. Oh boy! Uh, Pay attention. Take, take notes.
2: The get the number really. two.
0: Get out the number two pencil. Yeah. Turn the envelope over onto the clean side. Well, you don't have to have much
1: of a memory because the snow show is going to be this Sunday. Oh, oh. With snow!
0: I got snow. I filled out a form and triplicate on carbon graphite paper and triplicate. And so, and they give you snow. That's how it the works. Snow so show
1: fun. is in Nantasket Beach Sunday. It. Eleven o'clock, all of you, Trunkies. brave souls that that aren't frozen enough yet. <laughs> you can follow Wolfie in his uh, his oil drum cut out with <laughs> uh, you know some uh, pressure treated wood uh, that floated up a couple of plastic Clorox bottles, and he's <laughs> yeah. gonna cook some hot dogs. Uh, and marshmallows. Oh. S'mores. Uh, oh. With hot dogs. Oh, yeah. my God, we have got to bring
0: some chocolate. Yeah, we'll put the chocolate right on the hot dogs. <laughs> and then it's it's for trucks and jeeps and snowplows and ATVs and um, when there's some snow, just when you didn't think it'd get any crazy, we're going to have a contest to see whose snowblower can shoot the furthest. In every category, the truck and the snowplow and the jeep is going to be um, the biggest, the baddest and the beast is going to be the award. And our good friend Joe Jeep, the Christian Jeep, she's going to bless all the trucks. With her
1: little pink Jeep. Yeah, with a pink Jeep. that <laughs> <Yeah, And, laughs> she's great. And she then, comes from, uh, God knows, past Breedingham somewhere. So, yeah, once yeah. you
0: pass 128, it's in the woods. And then, and then at 12 o'clock, we have the big check and flags from the car show. We're going to drop it, and like 200 trucks will start their engines at the same time. It's the coolest <laughs> thing you ever heard in your life. And um, that's at um, HRA Lot on Hullshore Drive. And at um, 10 thirty's registration, it's 11 to 2.
1: I can't imagine.
0: And Greg's going to be there in Frozen. And we have Snow no, Queens. No, I'll be in my
1: vehicle, unfrozen.
0: <laughs> we have Snow Queens going to. Yeah, we have Snow Ellie qu- the Snow Queen in the court, that crew, you know, and they got a big fur hats and big fur coats and all. Oh, Would uh, you play the role of the queen? Yeah, you come down, put some face up, you can be the, the uh, Snow Queen. Yeah.
3: No, no, no Wolfie. I think he was talking no. to you, brother. He's <laughs> to you. <laughs> if it
1: gets you to donate twenty bucks a truck, you can call me whatever you want. And for those of you to send fifty bucks, not to show up, it's well worth the fifty yeah. bucks. I'll tell it's you, fifty bucks, and I'll leave you alone. So, and then just when you're warming up from that, on uh, on March fourth, we're going to have uh, uh, the Friday uh, 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 coming up. We got a uh, drive-through. I'm sorry, your coffee, the coffee down the now. Co- the drive throughs the 10th. Yep, but the coffee, the uh, coffee once again, yeah. is going to be down at life-saving museum. Yep, 9 o'clock, and it's uh,
0: 1117 Nantasket F, the founding of the Coast Guard. And the speakers are the um, lady that's the commander of the Constitution Museum. She's going to talk all about that. And then um, Doc Buzz from the Case and Young is going to give the history. That's quite a warship. That's been in about... Fifty years of battle. Seriously, it's going to give a history of that's really a lot of fun. Going
1: through these shows with you is like fifty years of battle. Yeah, world, that is. And everyone's you. battle weary. And pretty soon we're off to Lithuania. <laughs> the Lith- <laughs>
0: we're the Lithuanian army.
1: Yeah, yeah. We <laughs> have talk about the gang guns. that shouldn't couldn't shoot straight with the
0: cork at the end of the gun, and you go like that pop. Yeah, we but get those guns. But you know, all guns.
1: seriousness aside, you know the guys from the blue from the north. Hordes, we could use them. All their relatives, they're all from the Ukraine. Oh my God! Oh my God! That's th- terrible. Th- he said that he, last time he talked to his grandmother. Oh, that's terrible. And his sixteen-year-old sister, they were down going down the town hall to learn how to shoot machine guns.
0: That's terrible.
1: That's that's oh the. Unbelievable whatever. Truth. That's sad you, you stuff. Know? Oh, my God, that uh, says
0: stuff. That's why we do our stuff, to take your mind off that. And then we have the snow roll, which is March 5th, and with the spectator boat. That's at the end of Hull at the gut by the high school. We have a spectator boat, and for veterans, they charge people, but veterans are going to go free on that boat. It's 10.30. The race starts at 12. And then... On we have March 5th, the, uh, the March same, March same day, same day, yeah, the same, same day, same day in Quincy. In at the Quin- motor set post. yeah. So we got we got to call Greg and sign up for. We have about we can have about ten left, right? Yeah,
1: just about ten left. Uh, the way so call getting...
0: Greg, call Greg to reserve that. And um, and Jeannie brought some really nice bags of stuff, and Kim has been packing. Jenny up. brought some bags Je- too. Not well, Jeannie, did just say, Jenny. Did you change your name? No. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> Poor Jake. Poor Jake. Wait till you see what I call you later. I'll be calling you my son. Jeff,
3: (laughs) Steve. My son's
0: name is Chad. I'll be calling you Chad. Love it. Um, So so Jeannie and Kim made up the bag, so they're going to get a bag full of electronic stuff, which... What the hell did I say? Again, I said it? Yeah. You did. So, it's okay, though. <laughs> but the good news is Greg and I are not going to help you with electronics. We can help you with the bag that, yeah. <laughs> that
1: Jenny made up. We're all set with that. So come down and, and get that, two that's full a, And that's going to be on March 5th. March so 5th. And we've Grinsy. got a lot of things going Give on. Give your phone number, Greg. And then 781-985-1551 to reserve a spot. And then looking ahead to July, we're already yeah. taking uh, <clears throat> spots and reservations for our giant music festival uh Last year we had a thousand vets, and this year we're uh, boy. If we could ever do fifteen hundred, uh, I th- I think we can. Though we might even do two thousand with the with the, the pending agreement with the none other than the greatest band in the region, Fat City, is going to uh, come down and entertain uh, for everybody, courtesy of our wonderful friend Mr. Paul Sullivan, uh, who uh, supports us. Uh, and has been a, a great supporter of uh, all the veterans, uh, especially us, Airy veteran's voice. But, Jake, uh, you, you know, I want to thank you for coming down tonight and joining us and and uh, taking care of the vets. We lo- love having you out there as uh, part of our network, and we know if uh, if we need somebody to call, we can uh, give Jake a call.
3: Yeah, I mean, I could say the same thing to you. Thank you guys for being uh, great, um, great advocates for the veteran community, making sure that my my people are your people and getting them in the right places. Because, again, it's not necessarily, um, you know, giving them a ton of resources. It's giving them a, a, the right resources. Yep. So, I mean, the work that you guys are doing, even just, you know, pounding and doing this every single week and, and you know, uh, constantly keeping veterans across the, the Bay State, you know, engaged up to date with kind of events to get them out. Yeah, that's all I could ask for, for, uh, you know, people in our community that support. So
1: thank right. you very much, Greg. And, Jen, thanks for everything that you do. Thank you. And uh, might as well announce. Jen, would you want maybe want to make the announcement uh, of of my pending award uh, coming up on m- March eighth?
4: Sure.
2: Um, each year, the Massachusetts Suicide Prevention Coalition awards somebody um, with a leadership award. It's actually called the um, Leadership in Suicide Prevention, and we're doing it on March eighth. It is going to be virtual. Um, it's to honor people or to recognize those that are doing the work that we're doing all across Massachusetts, but also hitting different areas where we're hitting veterans, we're also hitting families. You know, I work with the school departments, with the police department, so um, on the executive committee for the Mass Coalition, we recognize somebody or we nominate them. And I just found out this week that Greg is getting one of the awards.
1: Imagine that! Woo! Imagine, imagine that!
2: I don't even have one. Well, <laughs> you
1: can sh- you can share mine because without without you there would be no award for me. And that's the same true. thing with uh, yeah, Wolfie and that's Chuck true. and you, you brought know, us into
0: all this. It, it, I it, should be mad. We should be mad <laughs> at bringing this <laughs> <of> sad stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, and Dr. Joe uh, has has been a good, a huge supporter of ours and 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 helped and uh i want to thank you because as much as i'm helping uh them uh they're helping me at the same time so uh you know i appreciate it and thank you and uh all you vets out there uh you know you're really important to us you know we've been alone a little bit we're kind of locked in but we've got some big events coming up wolfie and i have a whole summers of activity lined up for you so uh We're only beginning, but it's all meant to get you out there and get you out together and having a good time and forgetting about your blues. So if you need somebody to talk to, give us a call. 1-800-273-8255 at the prompt. Please press 1. There's somebody there waiting to talk to you without judging, without anything. 1-800-273-8255. And next week, we have one of the most influential shows that, the, the, that this show has ever provided. We're going to be rolling out the early termination program, ETS. Get your number two pencil and get a spare because this one's going to be worth it. Uh, thanks, everybody. Larry, thanks so much for your help out there. and. Uh, Jake, thanks, and keep it up, brother, and uh, we'll see you again soon.
3: Oh, yes, thank you for having me again. All
1: righty, take care. Thanks, Larry. Uh, Take care, everybody, and don't get hurt snubble snubble and show tomorrow.